Hello, I'm Hannah. And I'm Rachel. And this is the Before and After podcast, where we discuss all things related to training, mindset, health, wellness, nutrition, and body image. Whether it's talking from personal experience and sharing stories from our own journeys, or reviewing the latest trends from the health and fitness world, our goal is to provide you with fascinating insights and helpful information to help you reach your own goals. Between us, we have years of training and coaching experience to draw on. And as masters athletes, we know a thing or two about the highs and lows of working towards being the best version of yourself, both in and out of the gym. We hope you enjoy this episode and don't forget to like, subscribe, and share so we can expand our audience and keep the conversations flowing. Happy listening. Hello, everybody. Uh, happy open week. For those of you that do CrossFit, you'll know what I'm talking about. For those of you that don't, <laughs> probably like, what? It is funny that you forget that not everybody does CrossFit and we have new people in the gym who are just starting CrossFit and everyone's talking about, oh, what do you want to see in the open? And they're just like, what? Yeah. And you have these people who are like, what is the open? Is their question back? And I was like, oh, this is fun. It's actually been fun to practice that little speech. So, the, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess we should open up with a little brief explanation because this is not entirely about the open, but it will come up because it's something that's about to happen in our calendars of yeah. fitness. Um, it is the start of the competitive CrossFit season where anybody in the world who participates in CrossFit, whether you're fairly new to it or headed for the games, there's three weeks, each week a workout or maybe one part, two part, whatever, we do not know, gets released. And then you have a three day window, three, four day window to get it done, submit your score. You can then compare yourself to the rest of the world. And that can be broken down into age groups. Um, we're working our way up the Masters category, the we older are. people Just category. Working our way up the age group level. And there's also, you can pick, compare yourself against other, if you're a service person or a teacher, things like that. Um, for most of us, it's really a case of like, if you have paid to enter and you have previous year's results, you can sort of see if you've become fitter yeah. in your age category or, you know in whatever you're comparing yourself to. Um, if it's your first time, it's your chance to kind of see where you're at compared to the world and then build off of that. And for some people, they do not enter. They just participate for the hell of throwing down because most gyms do yep. Friday night lights and hopefully try and make it through the workouts. It's also coupled with a healthy dose of weekly anxiety while you wait <laughs> to see what workout will be released. The guy who kind of is involved with programming them releases or posts on Instagram some kind of cryptic picture, which never once after learning the workout have I said, well, that makes sense. Um, this time around, it was a big red mushroom. Yeah. Um, which has been really fun to actually watch people speculate about. People have been talking about tripping balls, like wool yeah. balls and double unders. Other high. people think it makes reference to like Mario Super Mario Brothers, which running is the and, most fun one. Yeah, running, hitting your guess, head like on something. Running and burpee um, box yep jump box jumps or something but also when mario runs and he hits his head into things to make the mushroom come Maybe out that's a new move and then he Run has to the catch the mushroom and it makes him get bigger so like oh. yeah there's like a lot so, to go down the mario smash your head lane on take roids yeah and the end i mean what yeah what what move in the gym are you more are you likely to hit your head on handstand push-ups 
Okay. I mean, pretty much anything else, it's a failed rep. I mean, if, if you hit yourself you're right. with the handstand push-ups is the one time wrong. you're supposed to hit your head if to you make hit it yourself, a good rep. I mean, someone did hit themselves in the head with a barbell last year in our gym. Yeah. Let's was, let's not redo that. That was an yes. unfortunate accident. Um, hmm. So, yeah. I mean, the only I think I think that's the only head banging. Move. <laughs> literally the only head banging move in crossfit ah uh, so anyway um that's the open in a that's nutshell the open in a nutshell and it's happening thursday at noon pacific time the workout will be released so we get to find out three weeks and like i said this the open is not specifically our topic for our podcast what we're actually going to talk about um is training fomo yeah. Um, and the, and the open is kind of like the start of things for me because I'm currently all of my energy and attention and focus is on trying to run this darn 50k I've set myself up for in the beginning of May. So for me, um, this open is about firstly kind of just seeing where I'm at after being in pain for a lot of last year. And also going into it with an appreciation that, you know, I'm not in the same place that I was last year. Maybe there's certain skills that I have that I didn't have, but I also don't have, you know, there's still pain. There's still certain things that hurt. There's still certain things I have to be very careful about. Um, So I'm trying to go into this with a positive attitude, having some fun. I don't have any kind of... I want to be top 10% in the world or, you know, whatever it is. Like I, I, last year I made quarterfinals this year. If it happens, great. If it doesn't, I'm not going to be crying at home alone, drinking a bottle of wine, (laughs) feeling sorry for myself. Um, because I'm also right now, I'm transitioning out of all the full-time CrossFit training into more like running training, dabbling in CrossFit while we get through the open and then just going straight to like just my running stuff and like strength training that relates to being a better runner. And I may dabble in some gymnastic skill works, but I won't be in regular CrossFit class. So will I have FOMO? Well, I mean, let's speculate on that. I think you've chosen a good year to, uh, scale some things back, not take things too seriously um, because you're focusing on something else. Because with the change in qualification rules, um, you will more than likely still get the joy of qualifying for quarterfinals. Because going from top 10% last year, top 25% are going to qualify this year, which is a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Um, Although... Somebody was was kind of complaining to me about how ridiculous, like, oh, that's such a huge thing. And I was like, well, it makes a ton of sense. They're going to make a lot more money, first of all. But secondly, I don't know if you know this, but quarterfinals actually is meant to be the top quarter. (laughs) (laughs) So they're actually just being really literal with it, which is fun. Um, But uh, I was going to say, so I feel like you may not have FOMO in the realm of like, oh, Rachel and other people at the gym are going to make quarterfinals, and I won't, because um, I think you'll actually be there with us. But I think the question is, does that FOMO, if you're really going to switch to just running afterwards, if you make quarterfinals, mm-hmm. are you going to do it? Do, 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 do. <laughs> mm. That is a good question. 
I honestly haven't really given that any thought. Because last year I was all like, oh, I'm not paying them any more money. Oh. And then I yeah. did. And then I didn't take it at all seriously. And then I just laughed at myself like, why did I do that? <laughs> uh, so you're saying you regret paying the 50 bucks for the extra round last year? Uh, it's, I mean, it's 50 bucks. It's not like the end of the world. Mm-hmm. But I probably should have tried a little bit harder if you're going to actually <laughs> enter something and well commit to looking at the leaderboard. I mean, I guess the way I see it is, I mean, you're a great athlete and I love you. But had you tried a little harder last year, you wouldn't have qualified for the next round. No. Right? I mean, like, it's like, no. I feel like we're at a level where it's fun to do it. Because for me, I like, I ask, I guess, like, the regret. Because for me, FOMO lately has, FOMO around the Open has been, like, I regret not signing up all those other years. Like, I'm, I'm missing out on data. <laughs> and that's what's, like, giving me, like, pause right now is, like... So I feel like it's true. I always balk at like whether or not I want to give 50 bucks for the next round. I've already done 20 bucks and I've done 10 bucks for the judges course. And it just adds up and feels ridiculous. But then I'm like, oh, but I really do want the data. Like I want that worldwide leaderboard to tell me that I went from 11,740th to like 9,217th. And that. So what (laughs) happens and I don't see this scenario happening. Well, what happens if for some reason you didn't make it to the next round? Oh, I mean, well, and I mean, right, that's, it's always good to, you never go into anything. Because you're also aging up level, into another category. Especially at my level, I don't go into anything with like actual confidence or so arrogance. So Rachel is going to be <laughs> aging up into the next age group. Yeah. And the drop off entries is noticeable yes like the the pool of signups i think is probably less than half right i mean it's um probably one of the biggest drop-offs of the age categories like um 35 to 39 is the first master's category and that's pretty big right folks are just coming off of being in the regular category um but there definitely seems to be a noticeable drop-off at 45 where people just stop signing up or um I don't know. Maybe that's like a natural limit in CrossFit. And I'm sure it happens more after that, but I haven't really looked at like 50 somethings um, to know if that happens in other age categories. But from last year's, uh, I think you actually looked at my data last year or something and checked Mm -hmm. that like actually, weirdly, it could be harder to qualify. It might be harder to qualify this year because the pool's so small. Like I'd have to go, last year I could be in the top 1800 i think 1800 ish Mm -hmm. qualified in 40 to 44 but that number could be significantly smaller for 45 to 49 so um fair play way to remind me that i should be (laughs) humble (laughs) and might not qualify at all in which case not just a shoe in getting older the question (laughs) would i mean it is funny though right because like the funny thing is let's say so last year there was a workout in the regular open. So the first three workouts, the very first one had ring muscle ups in it. It did. It was an aggressive start. It was an aggressive start, but you got to do a bunch of other things before getting to those ring muscle ups. So you Mm -hmm. could have like a tie break time that probably set you apart. Um, And I did not have any ring muscle ups last year. So even without 
getting any. So that was like the end of my workout was right before the uh, ring muscle ups. I still qualified, I guess, right? So like this year, even if 45 to 49 is harder, if there's like even one ring muscle up I could get, that's kind of my thought, right? Is like in this age category, the 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 separator movements are going to be even more of a separator the older you get. Is that gotcha. fair? You think that's a good prediction? I don't know. So what what are your ambitions for the the open? Oh, I mean, ambition. I don't know. I guess like. Um, I mean, what would you be happy in terms of placing? Well, I mean, I think for me, the open is still just fun, right? And and I think it is f- the thought of making it to quarterfinals to continue having like, you know, three or four more workouts that I get to do with like you and the other people at our gym that often qualify. Like it is fun to just do those. Like I had fun doing that last year. So in some ways, qualifying for quarterfinals is just an extension of the fun. So I would have FOMO probably if everyone else qualified and I didn't. And I'm like, oh, I did the judges course, so they'd, they'd need me to officially judge, and then I'd have to be there. But whatever, right? I could also just do the workouts with y'all. Um, so I don't know. I think, like, I don't have ambitions about qualifying for anything too far down the road, because, like, I know reasonably I'm just not at that level we always joke about making the games when we're like 60 so it's like we've got a long game in mind um so they i don't know new I teams think they do have new teams and actually you're right i mean so much has changed that's that's another thing to yeah the, the the world of our listeners who don't know crossfit probably don't know the news of how a lot of things have changed with qualifications but also like eventually where we end up so it's not even making it to the games anymore for masters athletes it's making it to the legends championship which uh is be gonna legend, let in Rachel. i mean be, be the legend i would i last that's year that's what i'm when, gonna tell when, myself yeah, when i'm doing the workouts be a legend be a legend and when the legends workout was a totally separate qualifier i definitely had it in my mind that this year i would tried the legends qualifier for the first time um so now it's like combined i'm actually doing the legends qualifier by just doing the open um and they do they let in a lot more masters athletes than the games ever did so i still don't i'm still not at that level but i guess in terms of asking what is the ambition the ambition has maybe shifted a little bit because like some of these changes make that a little bit more reasonable (laughs) so curious like what has because for a good while you kind of dabbled in crossfit trained towards like mountaineering stuff um you know did the open you've done it a lot more than i have i Mm -hmm. think i've done it five times or something two of those i didn't even know what the hell i was doing (laughs) i wasn't sure what was up (laughs) Uh, (laughs) what has lit a fire under your ass and made you want to be like considerably more competitive oh I mean, I guess qualifying for quarterfinals last year was an absolute surprise, right? Like, I I also hadn't really signed up for the Open, like, officially. So here's my FOMO about data. I've done the Open 11 times. But as far as, like, my online profile is concerned, it's actually only my fourth official Open. So I don't have a lot of that data. Um, so I think last year, 
when I signed up, it was because like we were coaching at a new gym. It was really exciting. I wanted to be like part of it with this new community. And because I didn't really know how I had really stacked up globally the years leading up to last year, I had no idea if top 10% was like reasonable. So when we started doing the workouts and I was like, oh, I'm like, like 90th, 91st percentile. Like that's, that's qualify, that's top 10%, like qualifying. So that was a total surprise. Um, and it was weirdly motivating. And then it was weirdly motivating to realize in some of those quarterfinal workouts that like, I'm better at wall facing handstand pushups than regular handstand pushups. So like I did some strict things. I did some things in those quarterfinal workouts that I didn't think was possible. I got over my fear of like the rope, climbing the rope. Um, So I don't know. I think last year was definitely motivating. And then because a whole other category of FOMO, which I'm sure we'll talk more about, which is my weird injury last year with my foot. Since I spent last year focusing a lot on gymnastics, like it's annoying to get your muscle ups after the open. So I think this year, part of my motivation is all the skills that I managed to achieve last year need to be like showcased in the open because I missed them all last year, right? Like last year, ring muscle ups came up, bar muscle ups -ups came up, and I had neither of those. Um, So I guess it's kind of motivating to like log a workout that has some of the advanced gymnastic skills that I mean, you've worked on them, right? Like you've you've gotten them in the last year too, since the last open. So it's like, I want like proof. <laughs> um, so I guess I don't know. That's like proof that's that the motivation. Because I still don't think like, like I don't think I'm anywhere close to going to the games. But it is fun to feel like you're competitive at a level that, yeah. I mean, even the even the top ten percent. Like, I signed up for like the educators open. And I'm like, ooh, I wonder how strong I am and fit I am compared to all the other people who identify as educators. That's a weird one to me. Like, identify as an educator. I need to be the fittest one. Like, I, it makes sense to me. It in makes terms sense of, like, for like firemen and like first responders. Being fit yeah. Yeah. is an integral part of their job. Mm-hmm. But you know, teachers full respect. Yeah. But you don't yeah. have to be fit. Not at all to teach. Not at all. But I think again, it's brilliant. It's marketing from CrossFit, right? I mean, like. The more people you get excited to do something, the more people are signing up, the more money they're making. Like, right, there's a there's a marketing aspect to it. Um, since I'm signing up anyway, I figure I might as well add hashtag educator <laughs> just for funsies. Um, did you sign up for any of those? Because I think actually like no. CrossFit coaches, I think CrossFit trainer is one of the ones you can sign up for. No, I'm like just attending. Okay. This year. Like, honestly, you know, for me, like, the open, I like the buzz around things. I like seeing other people. Like, there's a lot of people who have done it before, but not officially, Mm. who are signing up for the first time this time. And I love to encourage them and see them. Um, The fun part for me is not the exercising. It's, like, just the general vibe and seeing people push themselves. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had an open workout where I was like, oh, that was a fun workout. The only one, like, the quarterfinals workout with the endless shuttle runs, rope climbs, and bench press. Weirdly, I actually really liked that workout. Yeah. The Um, only person who actually liked that. Yeah. Was you. 
<laughs> got to bench in a workout, <laughs> man. Of course. Um, yeah. But, you know, I yeah, I, I don't need to get, like, the, the investment in, like, oh, get, you know, what do you think the workout's going to be? Like, I just yeah don't really buy into But don't you that. want to get a bar muscle up in the open i mean i don't really care i've got a bar muscle up in life competition yeah i did it again in online qualifier for our monster games that's very Um, reasonable then so you know i don't feel like it's a funny thing it's like and and i'm sure this will change next year and i'm sure some of where my head's at to do with this you know thing is that for me it's kind of a weird one like I get excited about really hard, gritty challenges where I have absolutely no idea of whether or not I'll be able to finish or like how I'm going to feel or like, you know, having to go to sort of like real dark places in order to accomplish this. Yes, CrossFit open workouts put you in a pain cave, but it's very brief. Like, you know, we're talking like within 30 minutes, you're in and out and peeled off the floor and having a beer or whatever. And, you know. Yeah. Maybe barf that a couple true. of times, but that's it. You're done. Um, and I know that... Have with- you barfed a couple of times after a CrossFit workout? No, like once and then felt like it might happen again. But, oh, okay. um, but like that, you know, yes, I would be lying if I said, you know, I'm always curious how you stack up. Um, but it's also like, you know, when you tell people when it's one rep max day, like it's just today. Right. And maybe the stars are aligned and everything's working right in your life and you come in and you crush a PR or maybe things outside of the gym have not aligned and everything feels heavy and you don't get anywhere close to your existing PR. And that's the same with kind of the open workout. And well, yeah, you get a window to repeat. Mm-hmm. I've also proven myself to be a one and done <laughs> yeah. kind of an athlete where I typically... Except will- for that one qualifier, the monster qualifier, you destroyed your time when you did the second time or the third one, time. One, one attempt at a redo worked. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but generally I'm a one and done kind of person. Um, but like, you know, with CrossFit, certainly where I'm at right now, like... I'm not a competitive athlete. Like, I'm not going to semifinals. I'm not going, yeah. you know, I'm not like that. Like, there's the stuff that people can do in my age group who are competitive is just for sure blows me away. So, what I am excited about is doing this 50K. Just, I mean, even though the training is mind numbingly boring compared to like <laughs> the constant variation you get in CrossFit. You know, I'm digging deep and I'm doing it because it's like that excites me that I'm going to have to put myself in a world of hurt for a few hours to get her done. So how many hours is that going to be? The time cap's nine hours. I hope to do it around like the six. Okay. Kind of mark. Um, There's never been an open workout for six hours. (laughs) That is true. Six hours of burpees. Friday night lights would just (laughs) roll right on into the weekend. Um, So it's funny because like every other year that I've signed up to the open and actually understood what it is that I'm participating in, Mm -hmm. I've gotten like really nervous. And like if I haven't been able to, every year there's been like that, you put the brakes on hard when you get to the muscle ups. It's like, cool, I'm just going to stand here. And like... I've gotten in my head and I've gone home frustrated and then I've constantly refreshed the leaderboard. <laughs> and, you know, when you first enter your score, especially if you're one and done and you enter it early, um, 
you're fairly high up and it's exciting and you're like, oh my God, I'm like 50th yeah. in the world. And then you watch yourself slowly slide down as it gets to the closing time. And then, you know, at the end of the open, you're either like, most of the times I'm always sort of like, okay, it wasn't too bad. But then you always walk away going, but I could have done this and I should have done this. Mm. And why can't I do this? And you sort of, you know, I've gotten in my own way. And this year, I was thinking about it like, okay, how am I actually going to feel if something comes up that, you know, a year ago I could do without pain or, you know, at a certain volume and this year I just cannot do it. Because mm-hmm. one thing like that I'm absolutely dead set on is that I will not re-hurt myself in this Yeah, open. and that's a great goal. And, that, that is you know, if be... there's like super high volume handstand push-ups or a lot of shoulder to overhead or something like that, I'm not going to be moving the fastest person in the room by any shot. And so I was just like, am I going to kind of be constantly checking leaderboards? Am I going to walk away from this upset if I don't do what, you know, I could have done maybe a year ago? And honestly, I just, that's not where my excitement and like focus is right now. I don't feel like I need to prove anything to myself or the rest of the world Mm. in terms of CrossFit stuff. Um, But I do hope that that kind of motivation to really get into it will come back with a vengeance once I complete this run. And, you know, I did, you know, recently, because psychologically, as I'm kind of winding down attending CrossFit classes throughout the next couple of weeks, the ones that I have been doing for the past week, I haven't actually been logging scores, weights, times or whatever. You're not actually... Because I was like, is this going to be really hard to be able to to go because my whole goal for while I'm still doing classes and doing my running training is to go in and hit it at like 75 to 80 percent effort so Mm -hmm. that there's still gas in the tank to be able to to run and do the other stuff that comes with the running training and I you know I know the first couple of days where I was like I'm not going to put anything in I went to enter my score and you immediately are just like oh, how do I compare to other people? How do I measure up? How do I stack up? Oh, shit, this person lifted a little bit more than me or this person might have gone a little bit faster than me or, you know, that, like, pre-class, log in, check the results. Who do I need to beat? And I was just like, I need to turn that off so that I'm able to walk away, even though it's not like walk away, like briefly not do classes. (laughs) It sounds much more grand than it is. (laughs) Um, And not get any kind of like that FOMO feeling and which will drive me to then overtrain or something. And I think like where I, the direction we'll eventually head in with this chat is like how that sort of FOMO of not having skills or training for something different. Mm-hmm. If you let that in, that is like absolutely textbook overtraining territory. Yeah. I mean, it, it's interesting. I, okay, I think because this is also... I don't know, talking about this, like, definitely reveals, like, a lot about, like, who we are as athletes and, like, what motivates us. Because, like, I sort of feel like, you know, there are days where um, I'm, I, I know I'm not giving it my all, right? Or, like, I'm intentionally scaling a workout. And it's interesting because I still log it and I add the notes of, like, why, 
Right. So like, I feel like I'm I'm like different. Like if I'm taking time off or, or doing something like you, I would still log the workout and make notes about that. Well, that's what I did last year when I was like hurting and couldn't do certain things. I still logged what I did and I made notes and most of my workouts were logged as scaled and that was fine because I couldn't do anything else. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, because, you know, CrossFit has been just such a big focus. Yeah. Since like 2017, when I retired from sailing, I was like, ah, what do we do now? Um, That I was worried that I wouldn't be able to step away from that method of training Hmm. and focus wholeheartedly on doing what I needed to do to complete this big challenge. Like with CrossFit, if I fuck up a workout or... I missed muscle ups or whatever. I can repeat it, do it again. It's fairly easy. If I fuck up the 50K because I didn't prepare properly for it, I don't want to have to do that again. Yeah. It's too long. Yes. And over the course of six hours, there's other, like, I mean, there's potential injury and there's different things that you're right. I mean, you're right. And that shouldn't, like, that's definitely shouldn't be the choice. Like, I feel like when... One of the other reasons why quarterfinals and stuff was such a surprise last year is that I was training for something else, right? I was not not in the same way you were. I was training for my for Mount Whitney, which was itself training for climbing the Ecuador volcano. So I was doing a very different kind of programming. And I feel like that even sometimes when I'm doing mountaineering programming, I have a little bit of FOMO about CrossFit classes because my programming like I'm sure you're running is it takes up time Mm -hmm. like it's just like I don't have three hours to train so I can't do CrossFit classes and like you know 90 or 120 minutes of felt that FOMO what stopped you from going oh screw it I'm gonna do both or I'm gonna sneak in this CrossFit workout and then see what I can do with my my mountaineering training well, is it just time of day or were you I able to think... be like, this is not productive? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess this is a little bit of what I mean, too, of like how this conversation is revealing, like how different kind of athletes are in this situation. Because like, I've never been accused of overtraining. <laughs> <laughs> like it is not, I think we've talked about it on this podcast, uh-huh. like I'm not, um, you know, I'm very different than you in the sense that most of the time I need to push myself harder, right? Like I'm not, oh gosh, I think I'm overtraining. I should back it down. It's like, Rachel, are you actually really even trying your 80%, your 90%? Like, you know, we, we talk about, um, actually, I think it was, we talked about it most recently in our completely failed New Year's resolutions podcast that probably never got broadcast, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. We, about like our goals and, you know, your, um, when you were asking me about like my, my sort of overall theme was sort of like, I owe it to myself to see what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. And that's because I feel like I've been a very cautious, very measured athlete, very systematic. And so because of that, I think... FOMO for me is more, I don't know, it's like more of an internal struggle. Like to me, the, 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 when I really feel FOMO, I usually just like, I'm hard on myself or something like that, but it doesn't push me to train double or train extra or try to train two things at once. I try to like, you know, either think, oh, I suck because I'm just not capable of this or 
I revert to like systems and say, um, I'm a systematic athlete and this mountaineering program is super systematic and I'm just going to trust in the process. Um, and I do think I think about the mountain itself, right? Like I think about what I actually like about mountaineering and it's to take me to beautiful places. And there's really much like running. I'm sure there's no reason GHD sit-ups or um, strict ring muscle-ups really like play into my my success as a mountaineer. Yeah. Unless I have to be rescued by a helicopter and I accidentally slip out of the door of the open helicopter while it's in the air and I have to cling to the bottom and do a strict muscle up to get back into the helicopter. Highly likely. Yes. <laughs> but there's know. the scenario where I mean would, that would be a much cooler or thing a GHD to get sit to. up. What if I fall out and my legs hook over the bar See? of the helicopter and I have to do a GHD sit up before the muscle up into and the helicopter? I would like to use another example when we were climbing Whitney and I fell in a tree. You were upside down upside and you down. needed to sit yourself up yeah. with a backpack on. So you're right. Oh, okay. No more FOMO. Now you're telling me I can train CrossFit <laughs> yeah, and mountaineering at the same that time. That didn't help my clothes. Now I'm like, shit. Yeah. Maybe I need to do But anyway, I mean, back to the point, which is I think, yes, I am. I'm just not. I don't have like, I think the competitive mindset, um, intense mind not, not uh, like, what do we, we always talk about, you have a much stronger mental game than most people, myself included. And so I think people like you, FOMO to them is like, if they give into FOMO, it's like, I can do it all. And I'm going to just train mm-hmm. more intensely. I'm going to train double. I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I've literally like been a, watching, achievement. like, you know, having on in the background during the day when I'm just working away, like these, uh, ultra trail running documentaries oh you're like people yeah. who are doing like 100 200 250 miles like insane people trails. who run like 48 hours straight oh and yeah like yeah and sleep on the side of a trail and eat goo yeah and like <laughs> it wow there's a bit of me that's like could i and i'm like oh, oh shit. okay <laughs> but i also just am like no that's not what the point of this was this was like a one done you're fine um but yeah, I mean, I think it, it's, it's fascinating because when I see like younger athletes yeah. at the CrossFit gym doing lots of volume, I'm like, damn it, I should just do that too. I could do it all. I can do everything. Right. And then I come home like an old lady, like barely capable of walking oh, yes. and just hurting and needing to take like Tylenol arthritis <laughs> pills. <laughs> I had that conversation at the gym this morning with one of our amazing Actually, she's no longer a teenager. I think she's 20. But um, yes, uh, the conversation of how I'm kind of deloading this week a little bit in certain things, just in case whatever comes up for the open workout that I can really give it my all in a couple days from now. Um, and she was kind of like, so like, oh, like, oh, that's that? a good, no, it was sort of like, oh, that's a good, oh, maybe I should do that, too. And I was like, well, hold on. Like, I don't know what it's like to wake up in a 20 year old body. <laughs> You might be fine. You do today's workout and tomorrow's workout. I think it was because tomorrow's workout has like over 100 push-ups. Oh, that's not been switched to Thursday. Oh, okay. So even more so. I'm not going to do Definitely over not 100 that. push-ups, which is for me. I mean, you and I both have 
shoulder things we pay close attention to. But that to me sounds like the worst idea leading up into a, yeah. trying to be competitive. And so she was like, oh, yeah, thinking about that. And I was like, ah, you're 20. You're 20. You can probably you're do fine. that. <laughs> and be fine. That is, I mean, like, if you can have FOMO for younger years, I think this past year has really oh yeah really just kicked me in the ass to show me like you can still do all the things like yeah i'm taking on this running stuff yeah i've gotten gymnastic skills gymnastic stuff Um, it's awesome but it comes with a very hefty dose of but you have to also allow the time to recover Mm -hmm. and i think that's like something that i'm trying to be curious about as I kind of change up the landscape of fitnessing for, you know, the next few months. It's like, what if this break from like hammer and CrossFit, like doing a different style of training, but also doing a lot of like mobility work and just body care over the next few months. What if that actually enables me to go back better and to be able to do things without having to wince because it freaking hurts or like you know yesterday i did a bunch of strict handstand push-ups haven't really done a lot we did that one workout a while ago but aside from that haven't done that a lot and you know yesterday i was still like yeah maybe i'll just my run training today i'll run to the gym this morning for the 6 a.m class to do the the snatches and then then i'll run back and then i woke up this morning i'm like why? Yeah. Why would I do like, that? Why would I do that? Like my arms and shoulders hurt. Yeah. Because I just did something that I haven't done in a long time. And a couple of years ago, I would have just sucked it up. You right. Know? It doesn't matter how much it hurts. Just get in there and and suffer. Yeah. Go back to the gym. And just do what you got to do. I'm starting to realize that that is not productive. And, you know, I've also like looked at you taken time off and it's not like you came back like less fit you came back with more skills and maybe your your top end ability to full send it after sort of a summer of not doing crossfit was not the same but it's not like you're unfit and like with this you know it's not like my fitness is going to disappear when i'm running hours every week um, if anything, I will come back into it cardiovascularly, that's the word, <laughs> in a better place. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm probably not going to hit my old-time PRs in, in lifts, but hey, maybe the chicken legs will come back with a bit more oomph in them, um, as long as I don't shred my freaking Achilles tendon or anything like that in the process. I don't see this as a bad thing i'm actually excited to see what a little break yeah can do and maybe i come back and just like everything works better i mean i i i don't want to you know tempt the universe to not let that come true um by making too many predictions but oh i mean i get the crystal ball out i'm <laughs> I, i'm honestly excited for you on that exact same level right because i think one of the things that i um, am really good at is taking time off, taking rest days, but also taking like significant chunks off. Like I have taken weeks, if not months off of certain things like Olympic lifting or, you know, um, and I mean, I think the biggest example was the pandemic, like in, in the early years of the pandemic, I mean, I basically took 
10 months off from almost all training in any sense that I had done it leading up to that point with CrossFit, right? Like I didn't have a barbell in my carport like you did. I had some very small things in our place and like I was mostly just walking. And those that time off, like my bicep tendonitis went away, like all those things that like just kind of went away. And it took some time to get some things back but actually weirdly not as much time as I would have thought. It never does take as much yeah. time. Like it, it feels, you know, when I, even if you take, you get people who come back from like a week vacation, like, oh, it's all is lost. Right. It's like, it's not. Yeah. Um, CrossFit does hurt more. Like you take two weeks off and the first couple workouts just suck. But like, that's just perception almost. <laughs> not the, actual fitness level. I mean, I think the only time that I've taken off of CrossFit was like two or three months when I had a severely herniated disc in my neck and I, couldn't really turn my head well and then I did some like bodybuilding type stuff but I was like annoyed and frustrated because all I wanted to do was be in class it wasn't like I chose to take that time off it was just like it was forced upon me and so I was annoyed the entire time whereas now it's like I'm choosing to take this little bit of time off and I'm also trusting that all will not be lost yeah And it definitely won't be like, obviously, yes, if an injury happens when you're running, that's not that's not something you can, you know, prevent from happening. If it's if it's a freak accident or an injury that happens. But like there really is. I mean, I don't know, like I think of your shoulders in particular, right? Like taking all that time off where like you're really focused on a sport that's just using your lower body and your heart. Um I mean, I'm excited for you to find out like what your shoulders feel like after that break. Be real nice if they feel good. (laughs) It would be, right? (laughs) I mean, of course it would be. And I feel like, I mean, one of the, the biggest surprises for me, like, so when I was focusing on gymnastics last year, one of the things that was hard was watching everyone go through barbell club and like the strength cycles, because like I was like a power lifter, right? I My squat, my like those were lifts that like I really liked. And it was hard to watch people last summer get to do all that barbell work. Like I loved barbells and I wasn't touching one for months, basically. And since I was focusing on gymnastics, I was like, well, at least I'm, you know, doing some other things, gaining some skills. But then when we did that qualifier in the fall, my overhead squat was better than it's ever been because my squat ability, my squat strength did not diminish nearly as much as I thought it would. So like my legs were still fine, but all that gymnastics work made my shoulder stability better. So weirdly, I was uh, working toward a PR overhead squat without even realizing it. And I was having all this FOMO, but when I finally got under a barbell again, you know, that was great. So like you're running, And I feel like your shoulders are going to get this amazing break as long as you don't become one of those freaky runners that like holds their hands like little T-Rex hands the whole time. I ran past someone who was doing something weird like that Don't mess up your upper body by being like a weird robo runner. But like, right? I mean, think about like the break on so many things related to your shoulders that have given you problems. Like you could come back and those shoulders could be like, oh, you thought you weren't going to be able to do muscle ups? we're healthy enough now where we can combine your endurance with healthy shoulders. And all of a sudden you can do like 10, like, right. I mean, like that is very, very possible. Um, Well, I kind of see like when I look at my fitnessing season, 
Um, in terms of CrossFit, I, I actually kind of see and I'm excited about the start being like the old Dirty Masters competition. Oh, I, I've been thinking about a like comp too. It's so the, fun. A team competition we did last year. It's in September. We had so much fun. The bathrooms were full of like Advil, Advil and like and, and, and oh my gosh like uh, yeah Ben Gay like <laughs> it was it was awesome it was amazing and that was the competition where I had to set my sights on trying to get a muscle up for ended three of them I think in the competition and teamwork I definitely like that is something that I'm super excited to do again so I kind of see like that as where my crossfitting okay begins again like. I hope to be back up to speed again by end of May. And then I have June, July, and August, and like a chunk of September to kind of rebuild the strength. And, you know, there's certain things like I, this probably doesn't apply if you're 20 years old, but when you're 43, if you do not squat snatch for six months, it's Ooh. a troublesome move. <laughs> we, we did that Saturday. I felt like I hadn't squat snatched in I don't even know how long and that did it was a surprise my body was like what I landed on my ass because I was just (laughs) like what the heck is this all about um so yeah I I, that makes me excited you know going back to the beginning when we're talking about the open and the buzz and the excitement and I'm excited for other people in terms of the open I'm not excited about it for myself I'm just gonna go in and try and just you know enjoy it go with the flow if things come up that i haven't been able to do in the past like muscle ups of whatever description yeah sure it'd be cool to finally get over that hurdle but really i'm looking forward to like in terms of crossfit that september competition and from then on because then next year in the open there is like I will then be the young person in yeah, the same age category mm-hmm. as you. Then there's like options for like team stuff. If there's cool like team stuff, hopefully my body will feel better and not be just like, ah, although I have decided that at some point in life you get a pain and it's never going to go away. It's just going to move, <laughs> it's gonna move around your body and you will spend <sighs> the rest of your days just endlessly chasing the pain around the body. I, I have, I, yes, I feel like I've heard that from lots of masters athletes in lots of different sports. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, probably I could trace pains from various things over the last like five, six years of my CrossFit life. <laughs> like it's probably already started. It's just like a little pinball just yeah. bouncing mm-hmm. around the body. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of like, you know, FOMO and exercising, I've also seen it play out in the gym with people who, you you know, maybe finish a workout and then somebody starts working on a skill and then you, you, you see like another person's eyes light up and be like, oh, oh, yeah. oh I need in on that too. And, you know, obviously, if you're 20, have at it. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe that grumpy old lady. But still, like I look at some people and, you know, what maybe they've just done a workout and I think about what was in that workout and then they look at somebody else working on something else and jump in on that too. And I realize that one of the factors of getting old is when you look at these things playing out and you're just like, oh my gosh, you are going to end up with an overuse injury. <laughs> We are. We're so. We're already those old ladies. And I really want to be uh, like, don't do as don't I do. Don't do it. Don't, don't do, do it. it. Yeah. 
Um, but I think you do have to be careful with it. And, you know, if you are that sort of kind of wired bit like I have been in the I like I remember when I was trying to work on the damn bar muscle up. Yeah. And we would do workouts. It was oh, that was it. This is another reason, aside from already doing the running stuff, that I'm not doing Murph. Is that last year in the lead up to Murph, which happens at the end of May, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, Why aren't you doing Murph? Your race well, will be long over. The race will be long over, but um the big sort of driving factor behind it is that in the run-up to Murph, which is a mile run with a weight vest, 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, 300 air squats, mile run. Um, we do, like, Murph prep Mondays where there be- there becomes a lot of pushing and pulling. Ah, okay. So that's and the part you want to make sure you I avoid. I think yeah. it was more the pushing, but that's when my issue started on my right side yeah. last year during that training. And then the left one, just after Murph was done, the left one started to hint at being not okay. Um, and then the right one obviously responded well to the injection. The left one's still work in progress. So it's just like this year, I just, I don't want to set myself back with that, you know? Yeah. Like I can use that time to focus on, um, you know, other gymnastic skills not tons and tons of pushing. It's another reason when I saw uh, the workout that was originally programmed for tomorrow that's now Thursday that has like a million push-ups in it. And I was like, nope, yeah. I'm not going to do that because it's not just not for me right now, which is a bummer because I love to do push-ups. Um, <laughs> but I, you know, Murph is a good challenging one. It's kind of one of the more pain cavey kind of workouts. I PR'd it nicely last year. Mm-hmm. And at the end of it, I was like, yo, next year I'm going to like see if I can get even better yeah and weirdly you know this year i'd probably be really well positioned because the run will be yeah you're getting to be a really fast runner so but i'm not gonna have fomo watching you guys do it no No one no one really has fomo with murph (laughs) i know what it did to me last year and i'm finally i don't know whether just old enough or been beaten up enough in the last year to just be like i don't need to do that and i always used to look at people Generally, like, older people in the gym who would come in and on a given day, you know, what some crazy workout would come up. And they're like, yeah, I don't need to do that today. Yeah. I can just scale something or change it up. And I was always like, what do you mean you don't need to do that? That's what's <laughs> on the board. And then I just finally found myself in that place where it's like, yeah, sometimes yeah, I just need to let certain things go. And so this year, maybe, maybe I'll never do it again. Maybe it's just this year. Um, but Murph will not be on my cards, but I will find, I want to find like another hero workout that doesn't involve 200 pushups. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I've always had fun doing that on certain things like on was what, when do people do Chad veterans day? That one. Yeah. Yes. It's usually veterans day. So yes. Chad, for those of you listening who don't know is, um, a thousand step step ups um and you wear a backpack or a weight vest um and for me as someone who trains for mountaineering um to me that workout feels kind of boring like it like it's still it's an amazing hero workout and understand the mentality behind it but it's also like at the time that came up or something you know it's like oh, this is how I train for a different sport all the time. So I found different hero wads to do on Veterans Day, and it was really fun, like, to actually just choose something that 
felt better for what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is, yeah, I feel like that's, that is a good, that's a good lesson, I guess, from FOMO is like, sometimes you might have FOMO, even if you have a little bit, but like, the alternative can also be super fun and more suitable, I guess, to like your goals and things like that. So, um, yeah. How would you feel if the first open workout was five mile run for time? Oh my gosh. (laughs) It never would be. Remember that, remember that you and I did that competition years ago where that was, remember the surprise where the first workout was a 5k? 5k. And we were like, "Mm, great. (laughs) Like that sucks. I came here for the clean and jerk ladder and now you're going to make me run 5k. (laughs) I just remember the time being like, oh my God, that seems like so far. Crossfitters have quite the visceral reaction to running. Yeah, it is true. And I remember back in the day, I mean, when I started CrossFit like 11 years ago, the gym I was at back then regularly used to program 5K runs. That was like a typical, that would show up as like a Saturday workout. Oh, yeah. Because we had a route from the gym down to like the dolphin statue and back like it was a perfect 5K. I never did it at that gym, but But I've done like... Yeah, I think OG CrossFit used to embrace like things like that like here's just we're doing a monostructural like you know that was more common and then yes I think we're seeing it come back because certainly at the games um, the elite level crossfitters have been asked to do trail runs and Mm -hmm. weighted runs and long runs like a lot more frequently so so yeah I mean who knows maybe you're actually training crossfit right now what I mean I don't if if a 50k came up I think even the most elite athletes would be like is this really the unknown and unknowable challenge we needed it does always amuse me though whenever there's more than 400 meters of running how many people suddenly have mystery injuries that crop up like oh I can't run yeah why not I just uh, it was knee and (laughs) ankle yeah (laughs) mumble 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 pick a body part (laughs) broke a toenail Hey, well, I mean, you know how much a messed up toe can actually impact you. Oh, if you have toe with juice in it, a whole other juice story. Toe. I got you. You don't have to juice run. Juice toe is a different thing. Um, yes, I feel, I don't know. I feel like, uh, I don't this is, this has been a fun conversation because now I'm sort of like rethinking all kinds of things about um, why I'm actually excited about any, maybe I'm not excited at all. I feel like, oh God, did I just like, ruin your fire? Not, I mean, not ruin it, but it's sort of like. I don't know. I mean, I guess I've, I feel like, I feel like I, I'm looking back on some moments and I'm talking about this. And I think the reality is like, I don't, I just don't really have a lot of FOMO in when it comes to training. Like, like, I feel like, again, we're, we're just different athletes and, but maybe who knows, maybe, maybe next time it'll be my turn to train for something absurd. Uh, not that you're absurd. I, I validate your 50K choice, but um, but if it's like, I don't know. What if I all of a sudden, for me, I always toy with the idea of like a triathlon. Okay. And if I were to actually train for that, like it would be very similar. Like CrossFit would have to take a backseat because running, swimming, biking as like a combo is like there's no reason to train CrossFit as like any kind of supplementary work to that. Um. I mean, I think if I had all day, every day, and could just spend many hours doing fitnessing things and recovery things, you know, I think 
doing crossfitty type things can be beneficial for many different mm. like kinds of sports um but in the time that i have and the body that i have right now like there's i can't go I don't I don't I guess I just don't want to like half ass things. Like I am not good yeah. at going into a CrossFit class and just being like I'm going to just stay in my lane and do 60% today. <laughs> Yay. I just can't like I can't I, I do can give that. you tips and pointers. I'm I'm quite good at it. <laughs> Cuz I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to scale it back. I'm just going to take my time. I'm going to have like extra rest. I'm going to stop if it hurts. And that's everything's cool. Three, two, one, send! <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I think, you know, f- this time off, I think I need it for sure. Physically need it. Yeah. Mentally, I need it to just prove to myself that I can, I can take it, I can focus my attention elsewhere and not... Like, it's not like I'm leaving the gym. I'm going to be there coaching all the time and, you know, still doing some accessory work and all the rest of it. But, um, yeah, I think, I think this is going to, I'm, I'm actually excited. I'm excited and I'm excited to try and become a less rigid, less in pain, Uh, more amazing. reasonable kind of CrossFit. I love athlete. it. This is this is the next chapter in the ongoing saga throughout all of our podcasts of Hannah listening to her body and evolving. <laughs> I don't want to listen to it. Like, I want to listen to it, but I don't want to listen to it too hard because then it will just literally scream at me and tell me to just suspend all activities and lay <laughs> oh, down. I hope. All right, we don't want it to tell you that. We don't um, want it to tell you that. But um, yeah. I so to to kind of bring it all together. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for everybody doing the open, especially people who have never done it before. Um, weekly anxiety is a part of it, <laughs> even for me, who's not got ambitions. Yeah. You know the the endless waiting for a workout, and then like, ugh, that's gonna hurt. But I always try and think of it like it's probably less than twenty minutes of your life. And at the end of the day, whatever happens, you're, you're going to be fine. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for most of us, our lives and careers and all the rest of it don't depend on it. Our egos may be a little bruised. Or maybe you walk away just like, wow, I'm so much better than I thought. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to watch people. And I hope that people who have ambitions achieve it. Yeah, I mean, they're where my, they want to be or are able to be like proud of their results, even if it's not quite where they yeah. want to be. My ego will be bruised and I will have FOMO if you not trying qualify for quarterfinals and I don't. <laughs> I don't see that happening. Even though I guess technically since we're not in the same category, it will never be apples to apples, but I'll still have FOMO. Yeah, you get a year off from that. We're not competing against each other. That's true. But I'll still have FOMO if if I don't qualify it's true or if like the ring muscle up comes after 50 strict handstand push-ups yeah that would be really mean <laughs> that would be very mean You'd all right like, crossfit <gasps> gods out there don't put 50 it's 100 shuttle runs 50 strict handstand push-ups 
And then you get to do a yeah. muscle up. And the time cap will be whatever it takes to leave me no time to do the ring muscle ups. <laughs> well, I hope you get to show the world your muscle ups in whatever form they may be. Mm-hmm. And even if it's one rep, just to get just that. one rep to check that box. That distinction above the others who have none of the reps. <laughs> and I am going to remind myself that even though I'm not taking it all that seriously this year, that I still want to put my best foot forward. It is not like a sandbag situation. It's just a prestige with caution. And let's not get too hung up about how the tens of thousands of other people in my age group went faster than me or lifted more than me. But hey, who knows? We're promised that it will be... I can't remember how you described it, like the most creative or something. I would really genuinely love if these workouts were actually just completely different. Yeah. If it's not I like, mean, oh, here's thrusters and pull-ups. Oh, yeah. there's rowing and wobbles. Uh, Snooze fest. Come on. Um, so it'd be really fun if they actually were significantly more creative. Yeah. Um, I know it's tough in oh the first God. round, but yeah, that would be really cool. Just so that those of us who have done it for several years would be like, oh. Oh, something different. I mean, that's how I felt with all the shuttle runs last time. I was like, oh, that's new. I don't want to do it, but it's new. That's kind of where the quarterfinals (laughs) had that, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there it is. FOMO. We'll Um, know in 48 hours. Less than, actually, so. Oh. There goes your anxiety. Yep. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, FOMO. Do you have it? If you have it, why have you got it? And how is that going to serve you? So be careful for it because it can result in overtraining. It can result in dented egos. And it can result in just straight up injury. Hi there and hello. But we are rebuilding this year. Lots of exciting things to come. Can't wait to see everybody throw down. Good luck. Um, And yeah, I will. We will be back with probably some post open reflections. Yeah. Um, and see, see how well our bodies, our minds and our egos fare over the coming three weeks. Thanks for listening.